Hi, everybody. I am Deacon Dave, and we are talking about tattoos, believe it or not, that we will be getting when we go to the Holy Land, not Alicia, but Lisa, myself, Debbie, the Bergens, who were a part of our live studio audience in the last episode, and my wife are all getting tattoos from the Holy Land, so you'll just have to wait till we get back, and we'll be able to show them to you on the podcast, for those of you that watch on YouTube. It might be a podcast episode. It might be. Oh, that would be a great idea. Live from the 800-year-old Razuki tattoo in Israel, Jerusalem, right? That'd be pretty Razook, cool. Razuk, yes. Razuk, not Razuki. That must be a cartoon character. Alicia's like, can we please start over on this episode now? But welcome to day 118 of Silence in a Year. I think I said that. So, Lisa, go ahead. Did we say hello to Alicia? I thought I said hello to both of you, but maybe hello. I didn't. That's okay. It's Alicia and Lisa. Okay, let's get on with this thing, people. Today's episode is called Being Like God, and today's word is joy. And Cardinal Sarah says that God's joy becomes our joy in silence. And he talks about how being silent in the presence of God is almost like becoming like God, which made me think of our baptism when we receive uh, sanctifying grace, which is also known as habitual grace, which is also known as um, divinization grace, uh, deifying grace. Okay, now I got it. Deifying (laughs) grace, um, which means to become like God. So we just at our baptism have the heavens open above us and we have the power of God living inside of us, and it's just a matter of us uh, developing um, our silent practice and uh, growing in that um, divin- divin- divinization. Thank you. Yeah. Or deifying. deifying. De- deification. Sure. Yeah, so, yeah. Lisa, since joy is the word of the day, what is yeah. the definition of joy? Uh, a fruit of the spirit. Okay. That is a disposition that comes from. God that allows us to stay in high spirits uh, despite circumstances. That's actually pretty good off the top of her head, Alicia. That so is, what's yeah? That's pretty good. What's the difference between joy and happiness? Happiness is short-lived and based on your circumstances. Right. So joy is the disposition of who? God, Jesus. Of who else? Holy Spirit. Of us. Yes, disciples of Christ. Yes. Right, as the baptized. Exactly. We didn't know we were going to be quizzed on this one. I know. Well, I have here talk about the meaning of joy. Ah, okay, good, because that was the word and I skipped right over it. Right, and I wanted to make title. sure since you had complained, Lisa, that we aren't defining the words that we made sure that we I were think, defining. I think them. I was, somebody else mentioned that too, not just me. All right, Alicia, what do you have to say? Well, I just think that um, <laughs> when I'm joyful with, and, and God is in my heart, so I, I struggle with crowds and a lot of people around me, and and so um, when I go to places where I know there's going to be a lot of people, I definitely invite God into into the situation. And I feel that I feel his joy in my heart to that kind of that kind of it won't say makes the anxiety go away, but it makes it a little bit more palpable because I feel that he's there with me and I feel a little bit more joyful in the circumstances. So I think joy is the love that I feel God pouring into my heart in situations such as that. Yeah, and, and no matter what the situation is, God is constantly wanting to pour His love 
into us, even in moments of difficulty and suffering, right? right? That's really important. So this idea of being silent in the presence of God, I wrote down adoration, mm. which I think we've talked a, a lot about um, throughout these episodes, but adoration is such a powerful way, right, for us to spend time with God, to really just be, as you suggested, Lisa, in the presence of joy itself, right? Complete, radiant, perfect joy which is coming from the most blessed sacrament of the altar. That same joy who we receive in the Eucharist, that same joy who we receive in the Eucharist, that same joy that we receive in our prayer time, right? It's like, like the Lord is just like this constant source of, of, of intended joy in our lives. But our disposition and the way we choose to receive that can often diminish that joy into something less, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Right, and I think sometimes I feel like joy and peace come together mm. um, and are defined, because I feel like when I feel peace, I feel joy, and when I feel joy, I feel peace, and when one of those is not there, it's like something's missing. So I feel like those kind of go together. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Alicia. It's so often those two things are both either there or they're both missing. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Lisa, thoughts from you? Well, I think oftentimes I find myself being kind of closed off to receiving the fruits of the Spirit. Um, so because of like circumstances or because of my lack of openness to receiving God or receiving God's love. And I can tell, <laughs> I know people around me can tell when I don't have that openness. So I think that is often why like joy and peace go together because those are the, you know, those are some of the uh, fruits of the spirit. And when we're just closing our hearts off to um, receiving um, God's graces and his love, then yeah, we're not going to have those fruits. So let's take that one step further, Lisa. If we're not experiencing a fruit, then we need to go back to the gifts that produce the fruits, right? So, and, and in particular, um, piety. Mm -hmm. right holiness mm -hmm. um, and and we can grow in holiness by spending time in silence in the presence of God in the many different ways that we've talked about throughout this podcast but it's that available quality time with Jesus okay uh, that helps us to grow in holiness which will then help us with joy and peace and of course there's the other gifts as well but I just kind of wanted to highlight that yeah. one because the, the fruits are produced from the gifts. We have to invest into the gifts, right? If They were given to us through our baptism and confirmation, but we have to invest in helping those gifts in concert with Jesus to grow. Yeah. Any other final thoughts from you, Alicia? No. Takeaway question, Lisa. What is preventing you from living out the fruits? There we go. And let's end in prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, help us to experience all the fruits that you want us to experience in this life. Help us to just nourish and help the gifts that you have given us to grow so that we may experience those fruits. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 See you next time. Bye.